0: It'll be like in Harry Potter when all of the letters shoot out of the chimney at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Except for I'm going to write all of those letters by hand without magic. i and there's on the Sleeping Situation Podcast. Hello out there friends and welcome back to the Sleeping Situation Podcast. I'm Ivy. I am Matt. And we're here again and it's hot and the air conditioning's off.
1: Uh, the thermostat said it was 78 degrees in here. And the air conditioning was on then, uh, so apparently it's just not working.
0: A note on the door out in the lobby of our building once said, Uh, we're trying to fix the thing, but your air conditioning might not work because the temperature is changing too quick. Sorry about your luck, more or less.
1: I don't think that's how air conditionings work.
0: Not on most planets. (laughs) But in this building... That's how everything works.
1: Did they not expect spring to come?
0: It's Ohio. You can't expect anything. I'm basically their spokesperson now. I guess so. I can come up with a vague, not quite committal excuse to anything. So, hey, Matt, what you been up to?
1: So, I called the dentist the other day, and I was like, hello, I would like to do an appointment. And they were like, (laughs) it's going to be October. And I was like, oh, no. And so they said, we can put you on the call list in case anyone cancels. And I said, yeah, let's do that. And they called me this morning and said, we can get you in tomorrow at 7.50 a.m. And I went, oh, okay, I guess that's going to have to do it. So I get to wake up uh, earlier than I've woken up in, like, three years and go to the dentist tomorrow.
0: Hooray! Four teeth.
1: Not excited. Um, They're going to cut my face off. I can just feel it. And then uh I don't then your know.
0: teeth will be fixed. Yeah. No face, good teeth.
1: <laughs> Can't have bad teeth if you don't have any teeth. Um it is super hot, so we opened the door so we apologize for outside noise if it may occur. Um so I spent most of the day today with the uh big scraper thing peeling up linoleum floor. It uh, was not a good time and it took forever.
0: What's your job again?
1: Uh salesperson. Also apparently uh, interior decorator, uh, floor...
0: Uh, specialist.
1: Yeah, floor specialist, crisis management. Um,
0: emotional support.
1: Emotional support, sometimes taxicab, delivery service, typist on occasions. Um, so that was not... that wasn't great. Um, all, of, all of but one of my books have arrived. Still waiting on Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I don't know where it is because they didn't upload tracking information.
0: It's okay, it's a hipster book. That means it'll just come when it feels like it. I suppose. It's doing something way cooler that you wouldn't really know anything about, but it's like, you just don't worry about it, but, like, it's super cool.
1: When the time is right in the universe, it will arrive.
0: When the chakras align.
1: Yep. Um, so we're going to the beach, and...
0: Let's go to the beach, beach. Nikki Minjaj. Get up on your vines, Matt.
1: Okay. Um, And so I I keep saying that I'm going to buy a new guitar to take, like a cheap guitar to take with me to the beach. And remembered that I have an old junkie guitar in my parents' basement that I got for free. And I'm going to maybe try to glue it up to the point that I can play it. I don't know if that's going to happen or not.
0: If you can't, we're just going to bury it in the sand so that somebody is really confused someday.
1: It uh <clears throat> it might explode when I try to put strings on it. <laughs> but but I don't my dad might have thrown it out. I might have told him to throw it away, and I'm not sure if he did or not. It's an old Stella guitar, so obviously his name is Stella and uh I'm gonna try to fix it up. And we'll see if I can fix it up and take it to the beach. If not, I'll probably just buy one.
0: Every time you say beach like that I just wanna sing the song. Are you going to entertain me, or are you going to entertain the masses?
1: I'm going to sit on an umbrella in a corner somewhere. On
0: an umbrella? That'll be I'm talent. going to
1: sit under an umbrella, uh, ignoring the rest of the world, and try to write songs on the beach like I am a beach boy. That's the plan. Every least. boy
0: on the beach is a beach boy.
1: Yeah. That's about it. Ivy, what's going on with you this week?
0: Um, A few things. For one thing, uh, yesterday was the 19th anniversary of the first episode of Spongebob premiering. A very big anniversary in my life, means a lot to me. And also, the Spongebob musical was nominated for 12 Tonys. That is a lot. I am super proud because I was scared it was going to be the dumbest thing in the world, but I've heard some of the songs, and they're, like, good. So I hope it wins a lot of stuff because that'll just bring a lot of joy to my heart. My friend went and saw it in New York. And he said that it was, like, decently really good. He had good reviews, and he hates everything, so... (laughs) The next thing is that I downloaded the Harry Potter mobile game, and as everybody has come to know, it's terrible. Uh, I will say that it looks really nice. Like, the animation and stuff is, like, remarkably good for, like, a phone game. However, the gameplay is stupid and a half. It's one of those setups that I don't necessarily hate on principle, but it's, like... There are tasks you have to do, but you only have so many energy points and you have to wait between them like three hours for your energy to like regenerate before you can do the next thing. And I wouldn't hate it so much because I've played other games that are sort of like that that I didn't mind because you could do enough stuff before you had to wait. I've been stuck on the same like mission in this Harry Potter game. For a week because every time I try it I don't have enough energy and I'm not going to buy more things to give me enough energy to do like the in-app purchase. So you can't really do anything unless you spend money and I think that's bullshit. So I am disappointed because I've been anticipating this game for like ever but I was hoping it was going to be like a puzzle game because it's called like Hogwarts Mystery. I haven't encountered any mystery yet and also I can't do anything. So I'm probably gonna delete it here soon, and I am super disappointed. Lame. Anything to say?
1: I have not played this game. I am not uh, generally a fan of the Harry Potter franchise. Um, <clears throat> no comment. <laughs> I, I, I I I I I wish it was enjoyable for you because I care about your emotions. Uh, but otherwise, I I I don't have a. Uh, what, a horse in that fight? A horse in that race? <laughs> uh, what's the, what's the saying?
0: I have no idea. The best thing about it is that it drove me back to Animal Crossing again, and there are about 12 new things in there that I had no idea what they were, but Animal Crossing is fun again, in comparison, and also it's, like, updated, so I'm, like, excited to play the little Animal Crossing game again. It's ten times cuter, everything is good, there's new people, there are these little fortune cookie things you can buy, and they have, like, surprise items in them. So, like, you buy the fortune cookie, you get the little fortune, and then, like, a, like, a mystery item will pop out. And there are, like, themed ones Is this, whatever.
1: Is this the phone one or the DS The phone one? one. So Ivy's playing Animal Crossing and Kingdom Hearts at the same time. I'd like to say now that it was nice knowing you.
0: <sighs> and...
1: uh <laughs> This will probably be the last episode of the podcast before Ivy disappears.
0: I think what happened is like the 2007 version of me like stepped out of my body like they do in cartoons when like somebody dies but they're like a ghost and they like stand up out of themselves and they're like transparent and then they walk around and do stuff. Mm -hmm. I think I am right now the 2007 version of me did that and that's what you see in front of you because all she wants to do is play Animal Crossing and Kingdom Hearts. Uh, next order of business Uh, the royal baby was born and they named him Louis obviously after the king of my own heart Louis Tomlinson Uh, congratulations also royal wedding is coming up so my brain is just kind of exploding with excitement about England I wish I lived there I'm one of those people I wish I was one of them Why weren't I born there?
1: If I lived in England right now, I would be murdered because I could care less about any people ever than the royal family, (laughs) Uh, which is not a great attitude to have if you live in England because apparently everyone there loves the royal family.
0: I think there's a spectrum of it.
1: uh, There are,
0: like, crazy people who love them.
1: Most of those people are Americans, I also, I think.
0: I don't know about that. People camped out outside of the hospital where she was going to have her baby for, like, six days. So that they could see the baby when she came out and held him. Anywho.
1: Like Simba? Please tell me that she held him up like Simba?
0: No, she held him like a baby. Oh. (laughs) She looked flawless, as always. They give her, like, a blowout, and she looks gorgeous, and it's like, Woman, go lay down. You don't have to do this for us. (laughs) But also, she is just amazing. So here's the thing that I did that I said I wasn't going to do. Uh, I bought tickets to see Niall from One Direction because they were on sale for $20. I'm already driving to Pennsylvania next month to see Harry with my friend Kay uh, because we bought the tickets a year ago to the day that the concert is going to be. Uh, and he wasn't stopping anywhere near here, so she lives there. So I said, I will come to you, and we will go to the thing. But I said I wasn't going to be that crazy person who has to buy tickets to all of the shows. But Niall is going to be, like, five miles up the road, and it was $20. So Lauren and I are going to go. <laughs> If it was any other situation, I wouldn't have bought them. I was not going to pay full price for them. Mm -hmm. Like, I had no intention of going until I saw that it was on that $20 deal. So, we're going to go to that, and it's going to be a blast. It's in August at Blossom. I've never been to Blossom. I know the general setup. I've been to places like it. We're, like, way up on the hill. Mm -hmm. But whatever. The the tickets were so cheap that I really don't even care. It's just going to be fun to hang out with Lauren.
1: Weezer and the Pixies are playing Blossom on the $20 ticket thing.
0: Uh, you better buy those soon if you want them, because they're probably already gone. Yeah,
1: that's what usually happens.
0: (laughs) That thing only lasts for a week anyway, but they're probably gone. I
1: don't really want to see either of those bands, but if if they're both playing on the same bill, (laughs) like, that's ten bucks to see the Pixies.
0: But if you don't want to see them at all,
1: I mean, I would like to see them. (laughs) I like the Pixies.
0: Is Kim Deal playing bass, though? I don't think so. I have zero idea who that is.
1: She's the bass player for the Pixies. Well,
0: I'm over here in One Direction land, uh, anxiously awaiting Louie's album, which is hopefully going to be out. He keeps saying soon. Yo, Lou.
1: When's your album coming out, Lou? That was like, that went through three accents there. That was pretty bad.
0: Zayn has a new song that I kind of like pretty well. It's a lot better than some of his other stuff that I didn't like as well. I have liked exactly one song that Liam has come out with and if he tours I don't know if I would go unless it was only twenty dollars. <laughs> Louie I will see. If he's anywhere Lou, within like a six hour drive, I will be there.
1: You coming anywhere close, Lou?
0: What is that from?
1: I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well I'm, I hope I'm you're, just
1: rolling with it now.
0: I hope you're preparing for when he's my new boyfriend and that's how you that's fine. will address him. <laughs>
1: Listen, if you leave me for Louis Tomlinson, I understand. (laughs) I would leave you for Louis Tomlinson.
0: (laughs) That is the proper response (laughs) to all of this. So that's going on. Uh, Looking forward to June, because Harry's coming up. Hooray! It's like a summer of One Direction that I haven't had for, like, three years? Two years? How long ago was that?
1: Remember that that time when they broke up? 2015.
0: They didn't break up, Matt. Did you know about that? They didn't. They're just chilling, doing solo stuff. Liam said they talked about it when they're getting back together. Anyway, this is not stress that I need right now because I will start <laughs> yelling. The only other thing there is to say is first of all, it is so hot in here, I'm dying. It,
1: it's sweltering.
0: But also, uh, we watched the finale, the season finale of Final Space. We were bad, and we had been trying to watch the episodes as they came out on TV, and then we watched something else and realized we missed episode 9 on TV, but it's on, like, TBS.com. So we went on to watch episode 9, and then episode 10, the last one, was already available, and we thought about it, and we went, we cannot wait. So we watched the end, and oh my goodness. I don't even know what to say. First of all, I don't want to say much because it's really, like... Most things I don't really care if I spoil, but this is, like, I care too much about this show and wanting people to see it and enjoy it and feel it that I don't want to say that much about, like, anything. (laughs) But it is important, and it will rip your heart out and make you just want to lay on the floor for hours on end, but it's also hilarious at the same time. It's crazy how, like even for how, like, pulse-pounding and, like, heart-wrenching the end was, how funny it still was the whole time. Mm -hmm. It makes you feel so, like, weird because you feel, like, all of these things at once, like, 100%. It's not, like, 50% funny and 50% crying. It is 100% of both of those at the same time.
1: Listen, I hate everything, and I love this show.
0: That says a lot. What do you like most about it? Is it that it's, like, sci-fi? Is it that it's... Funny is it that it's drama? Is it that it's sometimes there's blood and guts?
1: Well, I don't like the blood and guts part. Um, I mostly, I mean, I I love a good sci-fi, um, but the fact that it's just it's hysterical, and mm-hmm. I think that's the part I enjoy the most. Um, but just the fact that it's also super dramatic and also a science fiction.
0: I just can't wrap my brain around how it takes itself so seriously and also 0% seriously at the same time. Mm -hmm. Everything is a contradiction, and all of it works. Mm -hmm. Like, it shouldn't happen. That shouldn't be possible, and it is. So I will be uh, dying until more comes out. They cannot leave me like this. I will write TBS or Conan or whoever I need to yell out 5,000 letters. It'll be like in Harry Potter when all of the letters shoot out of the chimney at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Except for I'm going to write all of those letters by hand without magic.
1: I mean, I think it's gotten a pretty, pretty incredible response.
0: I think so, and I would hope that they recognize that. Especially for being at the like ten thirty, like the very end of prime time, mm-hmm. not even like, you know, a good like eight o'clock spot or whatever it would be. But
1: Well, it's a little more adulty.
0: Yeah, I agree. But
1: overall rating for being this like what
0: for being this little, like, indie, almost kind of, like, offbeat, weird, not-like-anything-else kind of thing, mm-hmm. I would hope that, like, there's been enough support, which is why I also want to, like, buy all the merch so that they think it sells. <laughs> also, my birthday's coming up. Please, please, please touch my hands. Please buy me a mooncake.
1: <laughs> I said we should get a cat and name it Mooncake.
0: I agree.
1: <laughs> a little floof.
0: A floof. A green one? No. Where do we they find it They don't in green? come in green. How do you know? The rare Swedish green fluff. <laughs> Overall rating?
1: I laughed, I cried, it moved me,
0: Bob. <laughs> like 45 out of 10. Yep. It's our highest recommended thing ever. I don't think anything will ever surpass it.
1: The best show that I've been alive for.
0: <laughs> it's your favorite show? It, it's like, it's up there. Yeah.
1: It's so good. It's so good. And I love spaceships and science fiction-y kind of things. And
0: And also, it's just like so... so, And it looks so good. Yes. Like it's beautiful. It's devastating. It's ridiculous. We could gush all day.
1: But we shouldn't.
0: And when you're hearing this, it's a Monday. You don't have anything going on. You are Scotch tape. You are so dang clear. (laughs) Go on the TBS... (laughs) I am Scotch tape. Tape. (laughs) Go on the TBS website or app go on i think it's on amazon prime it's on maybe itunes whatever you have to do watch all of final space maybe not all at once because you might explode i wonder what that's like i watch because we didn't binge it except for the last two i wonder what that feels like but you should so we just want to take a second real quick while we're dying in the heat Uh, To say if you have any questions or suggestions for us, things you want us to review or games you want us to play, topics for any of our regular discussions, you should send them to sleepingsituation at gmail.com or hit us up on any of our social media profiles at any time. We're always checking. And also, if you want our episodes sent straight to you, you don't have to go looking for them, Uh, every single week you can subscribe to us on iTunes and they'll just get beamed into your phone or tablet or however you listen to iTunes. And while you're there, if you leave us a kind review, we'll shout you out on the show. Hey! hey. Hey Hey-ho. So we ran a poll last week, and we asked you if you missed the cat questions. And overwhelmingly, y'all said yes. So, it's time for cat questions. Yay!
1: Uh, number one, does Kitty actually sleep, or does she just take naps?
0: I think she just takes naps.
1: She's in a constant rotation of napping.
0: I think she does short, short nap sleeps. She doesn't have, like, little naps. Well, she does do little naps, but she never does one big long sleep, I don't think. They're all naps.
1: I mean, she has some pretty long naps, though.
0: But they're naps. When they're all, like, equal like that? Yeah. Not one of them is a big long sleep.
1: I mean, I guess we don't know what she does here all day when we're not around.
0: I mean, on, like, Saturday she'll nap for a long time, but I don't think it counts.
1: Okay. Uh, number two, what do you think... er uh, uh What does Kitty think TV is?
0: Mm, Magic picture box.
1: Yep. Um, And three, what is Kitty made of? I said she's made of fluff.
0: Mm, Sugar, spice, and everything nice.
1: And also fluff.
0: And fluff. And chemical
1: X. Those are this week's cat questions. Thanks for uh, bringing them back, I guess.
0: By popular demand.
1: Mostly they went away just because I forgot to write them down.
0: So everybody tweet Matt very often... To remember to write them down.
1: Or else I'll forget. Uh, and now it's time for Ivy's favorite second.
0: <laughs> things of the week.
1: <laughs> things of the week. Stop. Uh.
0: I'm taking matters into my own hands and not letting you start the song anymore. You go ahead first. I always go first.
1: Okay. Uh, I have a lot of things of the week. Which is not... I usually have to try to think of a bunch. And don't think of too many. But I have several this week. So here we go. My things of the week are the album Bless Its Pointed Little Head by The Jefferson Airplane. I guess The just-
0: Jefferson Airplane?
1: Jefferson Airplane. Why do- I think I just saw something where they were The Jefferson Airplane. I don't know. Uh, it's a live mm-hmm. album from the band, and it's a banger.
0: A banger? And a bop?
1: It- no, it's a straight banger.
0: If you say so. The
1: version of Somebody to Love on there rips. It's so good. Um, also, uh, I got Grand Theft Auto for the PlayStation, and stayed up real late, like two nights in a row playing that. Uh, GTA V? Yeah.
0: Also, Fortnite was the game I couldn't think of last time.
1: Uh,
0: I don't know what it is, but people are obsessed with it. Go okay. on.
1: Um, it's great. If you've never played Grand Theft Auto, it's just a romping time of, of <laughs> violence and debauchery. Uh, but also the storyline is super good.
0: Everything you just said sounded like the description of a Netflix original series. <laughs> a romping good time of what, something violence in de- violence in and debauchery. That sounds exactly like what they'd write on, like, some spin-off of Breaking Bad. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> I never played all the way through Grand Theft Auto 4. I guess we'll have to drag the Xbox up here so I can play it. Also, I'm, I'm currently reading Neil Young's autobiography. I'm down to about 100 pages, and so I'm on a major Neil Young kick- uh, I think my favorite album is still everybody knows this is nowhere, which is actually his second solo album, but the first with Crazy Horse. Also, who can? How can you not love Deja Vu? It's so good. Yes. I saw a live cut of like them in like '74 doing almost cut my hair. So good. Also, we caught up on New Girl, at least for the time being. Indeed. Uh, the last two episodes were very funny.
0: No one tell us anything, though, because we're still, like, weirdly behind. Yeah. Because we keep not watching it on TV.
1: I know Coach comes back.
0: I did see that Instagram.
1: Yep. Um,
0: I mean, we kind of figured that, right? He was going to show up at some point. Yeah. I hope it's, like, the last time when he's just, like... They pan around, and he just hap- he's just standing there.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, they're all talking, and all of a sudden, he's just, like, there.
1: Yeah, that's I hope good. it's like that again. Also, cookies and cream, ice cream, because I'm, I'm back on my bullshit and eating ice cream again. You
0: know you've been eating cookie dough ice cream, though. That's different than cookies and cream. What did I say? Cookies and cream. That's different.
1: Hey, uh, chocolate chip cookie dough is what I meant <laughs> to say, uh, which is about as exotic as I can get. Actually, cookies and cream is about as exotic as I can get with ice cream. Uh, I am an OG vanilla guy. Uh, Also, Wheat Thins as a snack food. Um, Ivy bought me some Thin Wheat Crackers, which are the off-brand of Wheat Thins, but they're still pretty good.
0: Don't you love generic foods with the wrong names? Yep. The best one—may I interrupt for one moment? Yes. The best one I ever had was my roommate Vanilla once bought, like, a—you know when you go to, like, Amish places and they have, like, the little tubs of candies Mm -hmm. and stuff? I think he got them at, like, Giant Eagle or something. But, anywho, it was that kind of, like, packaging. And they were, like, rainbow-colored, but they were like Swedish fish. They looked a little bit different, but they were, like, fish-shaped and rainbow colors. And they were called Scandinavian fish. And that was almost as good as Toast and Pop-Ups. I was, just
1: gonna, I was going to say, I'll raise you Toast and Pop-Ups, because that one might be the best one.
0: Marshmallow Mateys. I once cried laughing telling somebody that my knockoff... Lucky Charms were pirate-shaped and called Marshmallow Maidies.
1: <laughs> what, what do you have now?
0: Which uh, ones did you get? They're called Marshmallows and Stars. Mm. Not as good. They're uh, like wizard-shaped. Ivy
1: bought me Fruit Loops, and they are fruit rounds, and there's a <laughs> parrot on the cover, or on the cover, on the box.
0: <laughs> on the cereal cover.
1: Also, I picked up some Bob Newhart records, so I've been on a Bob Newhart kick as well. Uh, one of my favorite comedians from yesteryear. He's very funny.
0: It moved me, Bob.
1: Also, uh, Bill Cosby's, like, going to jail or something.
0: Yeah. I mean, we'll see if he ends up in jail, but, I mean, he's been pronounced guilty. Right.
1: Makes me very uncomfortable that an important part of my childhood raped people.
0: Yeah, that's uh, really unfortunate.
1: Yeah. That's a whole other conversation. Also, I put on uh, Patton Oswalt Pandora, and uh, some since older stuff came up. It's so funny. Um,
0: I don't know if anybody... I don't know if anything can beat that magician bit. Or the rat that falls off the...
1: It's pretty good. There was a couple other ones that were really good. Um,
0: Anything where he says, blam, I'm in.
1: Blam. Also, Earthquaker Devices released a new pedal today, and I knew about it two weeks ago, and I couldn't say anything. (sighs) Because... The manager at the store told me they were coming out with a new one but he couldn't tell me what it was because he was sworn to secrecy, but he left the order form laying on his desk, and I snooped.
0: <laughs> okay, so what you did was, in the SpongeBob episode, where they're on the Dutchman's treasure hunt, and they're like, the map, the map, the map, the map, and their eyes. Yeah. The map.
1: Exactly that. <laughs> um, so I've known about it, and I've wanted to, like, brag in the pedal groups and stuff that I know what the new Earthquaker pedal was. Mm. And, uh, I didn't. I you was can't. a good You'll boy. You can't, get in trouble. I was a good boy. And also, final space things of the
0: week. Bop! This week, my things of the week include what I've been listening to is lots of Father John Misty and Dr. Dog. Do you have you listened to Father John Misty? You would like him. A little bit? It, he is like Dr. Dog, but a little bit folksier.
1: It. I was gonna say, it seems like some, like, pretentious new folk.
0: I disagree. I really like him. But okay. anywho. That's what I've been listening to this week.
1: Doctor Dog is my jam, though.
0: Yes, I've been listening to a lot of their new album. The one that just came out in like this year is really good. Hmm. Um, my next thing of the week is Julio Torres. Uh, he is a as a stand up comedian and also a comedy writer. He's an SNL writer right now. He also does segments for like Jimmy Fallon and Seth Meyers every once in a while. Um, and he did stand up on Jimmy Fallon like last week, this week, recently. Um, he wrote the Papyrus sketch, which was the one with Ryan Gosling, where he hunts down James Cameron to ask him why he used Papyrus for, like, the Avatar font. Mm. It's, it's so good. It's one of the best sketches in, like, a long time. It was, like, a video one. Anywho, um, he's hilarious and also super weird, which is why I love him. He's just, like, he comes on stage and he is a really strange person and has, like, a really strange, like, presence. He's, like, very absurd. I love him. He's great. You should look him up. And also, he has a Comedy Central special that I really, really want to watch. Um, My next thing of the week is Michigan J. Frog from the Looney Tunes. For any of you who don't know, that's the, Hello, my baby! Hello, my honey! Hello, my ragtime gal! Zane can hit those notes. I can't. (laughs) Uh, I just felt like watching that the other day because I think that's one of the funniest bits in the world is that the frog will only sing in front of that guy and then when he tries to show people they think he's crazy and they put him in a mental institution Uh, there you have old cartoons for you, stuff that we couldn't get away with today, but anywho I just think that singing frog is the funniest thing in the world, so you should look up Michigan J. Frog and the fact that that's his name Uh, my next thing of the week is Old Navy because I bought a bunch of cute stuff from there the other day and they have a lot of super cute summer stuff in right now Go check it out. My next thing of the week is a new vine that I discovered, which is the thing that no one has said for two years. But anywho, um, I saw this one in a compilation the other day, and I was sitting at my desk at work, and I had to plug my nose so that I didn't go like, (laughs) and give myself away that I was procrastinating. Uh, This guy is, like, chasing his cat around the house going, Mr. Kitty, hello, Mr. Kitty, Mr. Kitty, come back, Mr. Kitty! And it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. I laugh every single time I watch it, and it's one of my new favorites. It quickly jumped almost to the top of my Vine list. It's (laughs) slightly under yeet. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And my final thing of the week is off-brand cereals, but we've already touched on that. Things of the week.
1: So let's go on to the review section.
0: Situation review. Review time.
1: (laughs) That was fancy.
0: I just decided it needed an intro sound that wasn't bop.
1: So this week's uh, review is another comedy special review, um, and uh, it's one we've been waiting for for a minute, and it's here, so we thought we'd do it. And this week's review is the new stand-up special from one of our favorite comedians, John Mulaney.
0: If you requested an album, we'll get to it soon, we promise. But for this week, John Mulaney happened. You'll understand. I I think all of you understand. So yeah, John Mulaney has a new stand-up special. It's his first one since The Comeback Kid, which was about 2014 or 15? 15, I think, and then he did Oh Hello, and now this came out. He did a big, long tour. Uh, This one's called Kid Gorgeous. It was taped at Radio City after he did like six sold-out shows at Radio City, which is insane because it shows how big that place is, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. So many people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The same tour where he got snowed out from Cleveland and Delta Airlines canceled his flight and the world became one. <laughs> uh, so, Matt, you got any overall thoughts before we get into the good stuff? Uh, By the way, we may mention specific bits, so if that concerns you, skip forward.
1: Overall, I think it is is he stays true to form in, in his John Mulaney-ness. Um, I thought it was very funny, and I might like it better than the Comeback
0: Kid. I said the same that I think Comeback Kid has lots of good moments, and I don't dislike it in any way. I also really want to watch it again because that's the one I've I haven't seen. I mean, I guess I only saw this one once, but mm-hmm. I, I think I only saw the Comeback Kid once or twice, and I would like to see it again. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, yeah, I feel like I felt like it was just it was just slightly different enough, yet still. His style that I thought it was interesting and fun. It was like the kind of content that you expect from him, but I feel like he approached it in a slightly different way. Mm -hmm. Uh, It seemed a little bit more stream of consciousness and a little bit more like he wasn't... He seemed more comfortable on stage, which makes sense because he's like more experienced and older now. Mm -hmm. And I kind of liked seeing him... He seemed like more mature. Not like sense of humor wise, but like as a performer... Yeah. It seems like he's grown a lot, and I thought that was really cool. And I like that as he grows, his sort of performance grows with him.
1: hmm
0: He also had a lot of space to work with, like a ton. And he was, like, slightly more using it up than he usually does. And I wonder if that was a little bit because, like, oh, hello, he was more used to, like, acting.
1: I, I agree with your observation.
0: Duly noted. <laughs> so, Matt, what were some of your favorite bits and most positive impressions?
1: Positive impressions, I, I thought it was still very stylized, like it's still very John Mulaney-y. Um,
0: That's what our review always is. Yeah. Yeah, it was what you would expect.
1: Right. Um, I think, yeah, it, it does seem a little more mature. Um you know, it was it was obviously very well thought out and well written out. There were some longer bits in there. Yeah. Um, and there was more kind of callbacky kind of things. Um which sometimes seemed forced, but I think he, he Oh, I
0: disagree. I thought the callbacks were really good. Well no,
1: I was gonna say I think he landed them. Oh, okay. He landed them pretty well. Um, I like that he he has delved slightly into political humor. But I like <laughs> I have a
0: point about that. He too. did
1: it in a very absurd kind of way.
0: He did it in the most John Mulaney way possible, which is, like, acknowledge the dark thing and then make it ridiculous Mm -hmm. and get away from the point while still making the point.
1: Right. It was very good. Ivy, uh, favorite bits and or positive impressions? Uh,
0: My favorite bits, I made a list of the ones that made me laugh the hardest, and they include uh, when he was talking about burping while talking (laughs) within the bit about he's not old, he's just gross, (laughs) Uh, which was great. Uh, the thing about the assemblies I really enjoyed because everybody just knows that feeling. And I feel like it was an all-ages kind of thing. Like, you, that's just how it is. Um, the thing about his mom seeing a ghost and then the callback to it later when he's like, I'm Ebenezer Scrooge in a nightshirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the thing about walking Petunia in a stroller because of the face that he made. He's like, <laughs> they look in expecting a baby and they see a gargoyle. It's like, <laughs> 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 I When he made that face, I died. Uh the thing about paying his college so much money and then they're asking him for more money. Uh the thing about when he does the rhyme about the robot passwords, like he's like <laughs> darting a bridge uh <laughs> and the horse in the hospital. Which is like that was the majority of the bits. But
1: I would like I, at I would like, like to add that laugh is an understatement. Ivy was like I don't e screaming like an idiot the most of the uh the episode. You
0: were laughing. <laughs> you were laughing. Yes, I not was having Not the episode, the special. The episode. <laughs> no, no, an episode of Mulaney is something that is probably not as good as this. <laughs> he would agree with
1: that. <laughs> that's me. another conversation.
0: Um, I've never seen an episode of it. I it's think... not, not very good. Yeah, that's what I knew. Um, <clears throat> and also another point I wanted to make is I love when he talks about his wife, Anna, because I hate that trope of, like, husbands that say they hate their wives because it's just that's too much to unpack right now uh but basically i like that he uh he'll poke fun at her but it's always very loving Mm -hmm. and you can tell that it's always very loving and he says she told him just don't say i'm a bitch and that you don't like me and he's like she's a bitch and i do like her it's i don't know i just love when he talks about his wife mostly because i like her too She's the greatest. She is so great. Follow her on Instagram. She's amazing. And Um, Petunia. And Petunia. Everybody (laughs) cheered when he brought her up, and he was, like, so impressed. I was hoping that she would run out at the end. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes they bring her. I actually didn't expect him to touch on the politics at all, but the way he did makes total sense for him. Uh, He totally, like, undercut the dark stuff with the most ridiculous thing he could think of, but made this really long metaphor about the horse in the hospital, Mm -hmm. and... It touched on both sides, it touched on, like, everybody is in trouble, but it's just crazy, and it's not even maybe as big of a problem as we think it is, all that kind of stuff. I just like the way he handled it. Mm -hmm. Also, his transitions are, like, flawless. You hardly notice when he's moving from one joke to the next, which, I mean, not everybody has to do it that way, because it works for other people different ways, but I was thinking about, like, technically what I liked about it, and it was super, like, stream of consciousness, and none of the, like, transition seemed contrived at Mm -hmm. all to me like oh I have this joke about this subject and that has nothing to do with this so I'm gonna make a really weird statement just randomly in between he just goes and it was fluid and it was good just like production wise I thought this looked really cool the like I especially just really like the shots that were from right behind him that showed the whole crowd because it was just so big Mm -hmm. and it was really cool And I thought his set was awesome, even though it was just like a backdrop, but it made it it added to the whole thing because it was just like, this is the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the name is good. And I thought the intro where he followed the old lady around the hallways was funny. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Uh, I don't always like an intro to the comedy special because I don't think you really need one. But for that one, I thought it was really funny.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know if it was better than when he talked to Petunia and the comeback kid, (laughs) though. That one was really funny. And one more positive thing that I thought of was that I like when he gets into a character. And he's done that in all his other specials so far. Uh, Like, when he does the, like, I am homeless, (laughs) I am gay. It's like one when he does Mr. Finch, like, the quack, quack, one is happy when one is wet like a duck. (laughs) Or there's that one where he said he was working that job and the lady picked up the phone and went, Hello? Hush! And then hung up. (laughs) He did a couple of those in this one. He did, like, the assembly speaker Mm -hmm. and i'm sure there was another one i guess he did petunia but anyway um i just like when he kind of does those like sort of characters on stage i just enjoy that so i was glad there were some of those and i was glad there were some of those like you know like life (laughs) you know like how you talk to your grandma his little trademarks i like them so matt what uh what grievances do you have to air
1: Um, there are a few. Um, Um,
0: sacrilege. (laughs) Uh,
1: some of the jokes I've heard before, which I was not expecting. Um, like, when he was on SNL, he did a couple of the bits that he did.
0: Yeah, but, I mean... So, I talked about that, too, but I said that's only, like... I completely understand why he would do that because he's been working on this for a long time and those right. are the best bits he, best, you know, good bits that he had and they worked for the thing. It was more so like a, it was like a gripe about my experience, not about his performance. But I don't blame him in the least.
1: Okay. I was going to say, I think the reason that some of the jokes seemed fam- familiar is that my sister went and saw him and told <laughs> me some of the jokes. Oh. And so... <laughs> Which I didn't think about until we just started talking. I was like, that's why these seem familiar is because my sister went and saw him and told me like...
0: Well, the thing about... Um, I'm sorry. No, what? I apologize. The bit about um, the college wanting more money, he did when I saw him at OSU in 2016. Mm. I remembered that part.
1: My biggest gripe uh, with this special is Radio City Music Hall. Interesting. It is a gorgeous building. And I am a fan of old architecture, and I am a fan of concert halls and big old things such as that. I think it is inappropriate for stand-up comedy. Um, the stage—he <laughs>
0: acknowledged this,
1: right? Well, it's it's that there is too many people, and the stage is too big. Um, like you said, that he was using up the space a lot more.
0: No, I said he was, like, moving more than he usually does. I don't think, there's no way he could have used that whole stage.
1: Right, but it's like, I felt like that he was moving around a lot more because he felt like he had more stage to fill up.
0: Um, I don't know. I think the characters he was doing needed a lot of space, though.
1: I just think it's, it's too big, and you lose the sort of intimate feeling that you get from, like, a small comedy club... Or even like a smaller theater.
0: I mean, I guess so. I thought it was cool. I thought it was impressive. I mean,
1: I think the building is gorgeous, and I would love to go there at some point and see something in it. I like that he had the yeah. the, the, uh, the organ. The like the organ was the was cool. uh, the intro mm-hmm. and outro music. I thought that was cool. But just like it, it the space seemed uncomfortable, and it seemed too big. Hmm. That is, I, I it made me a little bit uncomfortable. Um, I mean,
0: I get it. I, I noticed it, but it didn't bother me at all. I thought it was cool.
1: I mean, one person on the stage meant for a hundred people is is odd.
0: It's different, also, I guess. Also, that
1: place is enormous. I didn't yeah. realize it was that it big. It had, like,
0: three balconies. Yeah. That was cool. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I don't agree, but that's okay.
1: Okay. That's really all I had to complain about. Ivy, what uh, did you have to complain about? Where did do- What are your cons?
0: Other than that I had heard some of the bits that didn't make them not good. They had just made them I had heard them before. Um, I thought that, though I really enjoyed the bit about the assemblies, maybe it went on a little too long, and I might have enjoyed a different joke instead of so much of that one. There was nothing about it that I didn't like. It just seemed a little long. And like the guy that was saying, like, you're going to get kidnapped, uh, I think just maybe, like, we got the point after a while, and I just kind of wish that there could have been one more joke in there instead of more of that.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. It was a little long.
0: But I really liked it. It was still funny. The thing about punching out the taillight and, like, waving, mm-hmm. and the guy's like, I think he's turning left. <laughs> yeah, that was the only joke that even, like, didn't didn't get a, a full, full five stars from me. I don't know. But I still liked it, so I don't really know. It's a small complaint. Mm-hmm. Overall, I had very few complaints. I had a real fun time. I found it hard to find complaints. But everyone has room for improvement. So, if all of the grievances have been aired, Matt, what is your final rating?
1: I wrote, and I read verbatim, overall, great, 9 out of 10. That was my entire closing (laughs) statement. I thought it was great. Great. 9 out of 10.
0: Uh, I said, in all, 9.8 out of 10. Very few complaints. It's no new in town, but I think I like it better than Comeback Kid. I don't know. I need to watch it again, because there are a lot of bits in that that I also really like. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I remember it the least of the three. Um, I like that he's sticking with what he knows, but kind of hitting on different topics. And he does that kind of, like... He sticks with sort of the relatable, everyday life kind of stuff, which is my favorite kind of comedy. Um, And that's why I like him so much. Um, But I think you can tell that he's, like, grown and improved, and also it's just, like, incredibly well-written, and I think that's what makes for those, like, good transitions and whatnot. Um, You can tell he's a writer and it's well-written, and he delivers it really well and he comes off as such like a likable person Mm -hmm. he says all this stuff about how he's trying so hard to be likable but I feel like he's probably still like that but it seems like he's a little bit less like obsessed with that than maybe he used to be Mm. and I just think he's grown as a performer and person and I think it was a really cohesive set and I liked it very much good review go watch it on Netflix it's available right now
1: All of his specials are on Netflix, and you should watch all of them.
0: Binge watch John Mulaney. That sounds like the best Sunday of my life.
1: That sounds like what we're doing this Sunday.
0: Yay!
1: (laughs) I had something that went on this week that I forgot about and then wanted to add in. It's very quick, and so I'll do it right now. Um, I sold a guitar to Dave Matthews, and Chad Smith called and wanted drum lessons. So that's the review. Uh, You should definitely go watch it. It's Kid Gorgeous by John Mulaney on Netflix, and...
0: John Mulvaney.
1: John Bull <laughs> That w- that had to have been on purpose. No. It's I looked it
0: up, it was an accident. Oh, no. I mean, he said he thought it was funny. Yeah. I was um, th-
1: it seems exactly like something that he would do.
0: Yeah, that he wrote it. But yeah. no, I think I, I looked it up, and I am fairly certain that I read that it was just a mistake.
1: Well, that's that's not a great start.
0: <laughs> I think it's funny. Uh you can watch his SNL sketches on YouTube. Yep. From when he just hosted. Cool, let's move on.
1: Uh yeah, now and so it's uh game time.
0: On uh so like uh tell so us it, about the game.
1: So it's time for game time and it's time for the uh our favorite game. Well, I don't know if it's our favorite game. It's our
0: classic game. It's
1: one of the games that we do often and it's time for the top five game. And, uh, this week we are listing, uh, we are top-fiving the top five TV commercial jingles.
0: Are all of yours TV? Yes. Advertising jingles. Advertisement
1: jingles. And that's, so it's not just a slogan, it has to be a song. Um,
0: not- And or a tune.
1: A tune, a tune, not necessarily television, um, And uh, we're doing the top five all times.
0: This game has no scoring, but you get to vote on your favorite. So you tell us, uh, head over to our Twitter this weekend, because I often forget to do it on Friday. So how about weekend? And (laughs) (laughs) the issue is you can't schedule polls. You have to get on and do it. And I swear I set an alarm on my phone last week and it didn't go. So I'm going to do a better job. So check out our Twitter around Friday. (laughs) And give or vote, take. <laughs> give or take and vote for whose list you think was better. Uh, to get you up on some recent ones, people do think that Hey Arnold is better than Danny Phantom. Which is, uh, I don't know about that, guys, but anyway, Matt won that one.
1: <clears throat> Matt won something. <laughs> for the first time in ever, I beat you at something. You did. Ha
0: ha! Hey ho. So anyway, advertisement jingles. Who's going first?
1: Would you like to go first?
0: I suppose I can. Uh, top five. Advertisement jingles. I wish I got to do that at my job, but no. Jingles? Yeah. Uh, My number five is 1-800-588-2300-EMPIRE. Uh, Matt probably has that as his number one. I'm making a guess right now. But, um... I put it as number five because, uh, I think it is, uh, I mean, it says a lot that everybody can remember that phone number that's heard it because it's nothing but a phone number to a tune. So that means the tune is doing its job if you remember the phone number and it's, it's nothing but a phone number. I'm not even sure what that business is. (laughs) I, is it furniture? A furniture company?
1: I believe... Or is it flooring? I believe it's flooring.
0: See, I had no idea. To be completely <laughs> honest, I forget what it's for, but I know the phone number to call them. Um, but I decided that it didn't warrant a higher place on my list because it is there's not that much substance to it. Uh, because I couldn't remember what the business is, just the phone number. So, from an advertising standpoint, it's doing one job, but maybe not the whole job it should be doing. <laughs> Uh my number 4 pick is the Meow Mix jingle.
1: Forgot about the Meow Mix jingle.
0: Uh I thought it deserved a place on the list because uh there are no words except for meow 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 meow. But uh that's one of the ones that'll get stuck in your head all day and it's terrible because there are no words. You are just singing meow to yourself. Um bonus points because it's kitties. Bonus points. What?
1: I forgot one. I forgot a big one. Oh, no. Oh, no.
0: Oh, no. Um, bonus points because um, it's been like on a long time, and they still use it. Uh, it's been years, like years and years, mm-hmm. that they've been using that. Um, and it's super recognizable, and people of all ages know it. My number three is the Kit Kat song. Give me a break of that. Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat <laughs> bar. Um for for very similar reasons it's been used for a long time and to the point where they don't even have to like sing it anymore in the commercials they'll have like people like clapping or like to like the beat and you know it so i think that's cool that it's like permeated the culture in such a way that it's like super iconic and that you don't even really have to sing it my number 2 is what i wish i could put as number 1 but with a with with the full conscience i couldn't do it Uh, is the Education Connection song. Oh, my God. Matt, it's a banger. It is the only advertising jingle that has ever been a banger. The get connected for free with Education Connection. The whole commercial is a song. The full commercial is the song is the jingle about this girl singing about how she didn't do great in high school, but she wants to make more money, so she needs to figure out where to get more education, so she goes on like, she tells her whole life story in like a four verse song and then breaks it down. It's awesome. Uh, it's terribly low budget and pretty horrible and they played it on Teen Nick all the time. It's just so good. There are like vines of people like dancing to it, which is fun. <laughs> it's a good song. It's and, like, I still know the words after all this time, and it's a get-stuck-in-your-head kind of one, and it accomplishes the job because it literally tells the whole story. It's the whole commercial. Before I mention my number one pick, uh, my honorable mentions is not the people-pleasing people at Park because they changed their (laughs) name, or else I would have maybe put that one in the top five. I feel like that's a fairly, like, uh, Northeast Ohio thing. I don't think—I mean, that's not outside of there, so a lot of you don't know. But these people—these people— This company, uh, like a car company, sales, uh, like a car lot, had these... I couldn't think of what it was. Had a jingle that said, We're the people pleasing people at Park, where it's called Sarah and not Park now. And they, like, didn't change the song, except for they, like, added a pause and then say Sarah. And it doesn't work anymore, and I wish they would just let the song die.
1: My brain bleeds every time I hear it.
0: It's horrible. It sucks, and I hate it. Um... And other ones that I thought of were uh, the Operation, the board game from the commercial. Operation. I liked that one. Uh, The Stanley Steamer commercial. It's a cute little animation of this cute little man with a steamer. Uh, 1-800-STEAMER is easier to remember, but it doesn't get me to remember the digits like the Empire one does, so that's why the Empire one made the list. And finally, the Oscar Mayer Wiener song. Oh no, I forgot. Slash about my baloney has a first name. It has two that are both really good. Oh no. But um I I couldn't justifiably put both Oscar Meyer songs on the list, so it it just gets honorable mention. Probably number 1 honorable mention.
1: I forgot about so many. This is I mean there the are so worst many. Round. But you didn't put one that I put that I think you're going to feel dumb about.
0: Okay. Well, I haven't said my number one yet.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Remember? Uh, I got too excited.
0: But my number one is the I'd Like to Teach the World to Sing from Coca-Cola. And that is because it was so good that bands recorded it as a full song and took out the Coca-Cola stuff and made it a real song after it started out as a jingle. So I think that says a lot about the quality of the writing and the jingle and the impact it had on our culture that people liked it so much that they wanted to listen to it as a single. And bands wanted to record it. Uh, And it also like the commercial itself was really cute. And about all like unity and happiness and diversity and such even though it came out in like the 80s? 70s? A while. A long time ago. Um, So yeah, I thought that I thought that deserved top marks. Top five.
1: I forgot about Kit Kat. And I feel real dumb about that. So here we go.
0: How many of these are like regional Northeast Ohio ones?
1: None, but I'm going to throw one in the honorable mentions.
0: What's the one that Patton Oswalt does?
1: I don't remember. It's a car car lot one, isn't it? Yeah,
0: I think so. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. I just wonder how many more there are out there that we don't know just because we live here. Hey, everybody, if you have, like, a dumb local commercial with a jingle and it's, like, on YouTube, send it to us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That'll be fun. Um, Because we have
0: a couple listeners that we know of that don't live here.
1: Yeah. Um, So here we go. Top five commercial jingles.
0: Of all time.
1: Of all time. Number five is very specific. And the reason I include it is because I remember... Like it's burned into my brain the exact commercial and the exact song from like 20 years ago and that is Sock'em Boppers.
0: I thought, okay, I didn't put it in my things but I thought about that one. Sock'em Boppers.
1: The fact that it's like, it's so deeply ingrained into my subconscious that I still remember it exactly means that it, did its job.
0: Commercials from, like, the year 2000 were something else, man. Yeah. Also, toys from, like, the year 2000 were something else, man. Oh, my, we had sock and boppers. My grandma bought them for us. Um, Almost as dangerous as those moon shoes we had.
1: Uh, I'm not going to explain sock and boppers. If you no know, one know what they are, you're too young to be listening to our <laughs> podcast. That's probably not fair. Just look it up. It's fine. Um,
0: punch your friends with them.
1: Yeah, punch your friends. Um... Number four, Stanley Steamer Makes Carpets Cleaner.
0: I mean, it's a it's nice great. little tune. Yeah, It's like, it makes you happy when you hear it. Because you think of that friendly old man in that living room that's being, like, pieced together. Yep,
1: with the little yellow van. Yep. Also, do you know what a Stanley Steamer is? No. It is a steam-powered car from, like, the 1800s. Oh. Like, it was called the Stanley Steamer. And oh. then this carpet cleaning company swooped swooped it and uh <laughs> made it their company and i think it's great that's funny number 3 and this one pains me to say a little bit but in the in the in the in the uh interest of being objective i'm loving it the little two- I mean
0: yeah it's i mean it's very like a cultural uh cornerstone right. if you will.
1: Again, it has transcended the ad and if you play the little tune everybody knows what it is.
0: That's yeah, that's fair.
1: Number 2, 805882300 Empire.
0: I thought that would be your number 1. I
1: went back and forth 20 times and even like when we st- I have like a different number written down <laughs> and then I changed my mind when we were like in the review section. Listen, smartphones have made us stupid. I know my phone number and my parents' home phone number, which they don't answer anymore. <laughs> and my cousin's phone number from when we were five.
0: See, I know people's phone numbers from when I was, like, Tabby's dad's house. Yeah. I know his home phone number that he doesn't have anymore.
1: Right. I know Fred Lab's home phone number, and, <laughs> and I don't think it's their phone number anymore.
0: Probably not.
1: Um, but the fact that you remember that number just based on the little jingle...
0: I mean, that's yeah. It's crazy.
1: And it's like you could be in a room full of people and if you start singing it the entire room will know
0: if you ask somebody what comes commercial. after one eight hundred five eight eight, they know.
1: Also it's eight hundred five eight eight. It's not one eight hundred.
0: Are you sure? I'm sure. Well. Then I guess I couldn't call it. Five eight eight two three eight seven seven cash no.
1: That's the worst commercial. That that
0: one's terrible.
1: Um So now for my honorable mentions. Um I thought Put a Smile On was pretty good. Also McDonald's, but some old, older school McDonald's.
0: Oh, yeah. They don't use that anymore, though, do they?
1: No, they don't. They I use of, I'm um, Loving It. Well, yeah. What?
0: Nationwide is on your side, I didn't say. Yeah, the insurance ones are okay.
1: good, but they've overplayed them.
0: Yeah, they're okay. I... I I like when they make Peyton Manning sing it.
1: I like State Farm a little bit better, but... I, anyhow. Anyway. Uh... That one's good, too. Nick, 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 (gasps) Nick, Nickelodeon. That's...
0: Oh, that's such a good one.
1: That is such a good one. Also, I wanted to throw in one local one. And, uh... It is a car lot, but it is not park. (gasps) It is downtown Ford. (gasps) And then they changed it. And then they changed it. And, uh, I will never buy a car from there, as long (laughs) as I live. If it's the last car, like... I (laughs) I want to go there and just ask them why they changed. And okay, here's the thing. It used to be downtown Ford, Lincoln, Mercury, and then they changed it, and Lincoln, which makes sense because there's no more Mercuries, but it's still upsetting to me.
0: Well, they changed the, the tune of it, too. Yeah. Instead of, downtown Ford, it's downtown Ford. Which it, is objectively worse.
1: It's so bad.
0: Objectively worse. For no apparent reason. Nothing changed. They just changed the song. They could have just taken Mercury out.
1: Again, because since I remember the the original jingle from like the 90s, it did its job. And then they changed it and I hate it.
0: But now when I hear it on the radio and it's wrong, I can't sing along even. How dare. I don't know what your number one could be. I'm mad because I, did I forget it? Stop.
1: <laughs> Number one, all-time commercial jingle, I'd like to buy the world a Coke.
0: You agree? Yeah. <gasps> I'm surprised.
1: It's so good.
0: You you had a good poker face there. <laughs> I thought you didn't think of that one. You got me.
1: I thought when I said, oh, you missed one, I thought that's the one that you, I thought you didn't think of it. It's quite possibly the best commercial ever. Yeah. That song is so good.
0: I like how they, like, you know, they they say, like, they don't sell, like, Coca-Cola doesn't sell, like, a drink. They sell happiness. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's how what all their stuff is about. And I think that, like, super sets the tone for that.
1: So that's my top five list.
0: I can't believe that we agreed as much as we did. How about that? I thought, I thought you would have a lot, I thought we would have a lot more different ones.
1: I agree, Kit Kat should be in the top five, and I just forgot about it.
0: There's also a, do you know the hand clap game? You sing the song, and it's, there's like a.
1: I no, a I, hand I,
0: clap I, game. I I'll teach you. No, thank you. It's easy.
1: Hey, so that's the game, and that means it's the end of the uh,
0: podcast. You made it to the end. Wait for the post-credits sequence after the song. We usually put one. Did you know that? How many of you knew that? Bet you know now.
1: Yeah, listen to my song.
0: Matt puts a lot of work into those songs. Did you know that Matt records those songs? Those aren't stock music. Matt does that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, they're stock drum beats, but...
0: But they're, we didn't just like pick rock beat number three and put it at the end of the song.
1: Yeah. 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 And then we put something extra special sometimes.
0: Usually it's me being stupid. Yep. <laughs> Wait till the end to hear me go... Blah.
1: Or sometimes when we say something together, I'll put it at the end and it's funny to me.
0: That's also good. So we hope you like the episode. We hope you send us your opinions and questions and suggestions for our segments. Uh, if there's ever any something that you want to hear us talk about, just tell us. We're open to stuff.
1: Yes, send us game suggestions and albums and movies to review.
0: Follow us on social media and subscribe on iTunes and you can keep up to date with all the situation news
1: news situation
0: the news situation the situ
1: situ <laughs> news oh no all right that's about it we'll see you next week bye bye
0: You make a frogfish face at me. Wow. <laughs> so we just want to take a pause for like half a second here while we're sweltering. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what my voice did there. Hole. <laughs> my voice is like. <laughs>